Hi, I'll jack you this end morning, everyone. Hey, Kate McKinnon stars in the brand new series, Joe versus Carol. It's now streaming only on Stan. What do you got, Jack? All right. Well, you know what I Trump got here. Trump stuff, right? Trump stuff, yeah. He did uh, a podcast, surprisingly, on the Full Send podcast. Yeah. And he spoke about lots of different things. So we're going to kick it off first where he's talking about petrol prices in the US because they're really high at the oh moment. Oh, my God. They're like they're to. eight, nine dollars a gallon. Yeah. And normally they're a dollar. Yes. So people are not happy in the Americas. That's so. right. So he's talking about that. Have a look. So I see what's going on with our country right now. It's never been in a position like this. Now we're going to get oil, I hear, from Venezuela and Iran. Uh, if you would have told me that just a short while ago we had oil at $30 a barrel and even less, and there's never been anything like this, and we had it down to $30 a barrel and really even less in a sense. We had a fight to keep it up because we had so much of it. We were going to be uh, twice as big as Russia and Saudi Arabia combined, and that would have taken place in a very short while. We were already energy independent, and now they cut way back, and it's all for... Uh, the environment, and we had the cleanest air and the cleanest water yet recorded during my last year. So it's uh, what's happening now is horrible. Yeah, and I know that Biden did it for the right reason, but on his first day, the president, current president, um, stopped all local um, manufacturing of fuel, oil, and gas mm -hmm. because the greenies said, oh, that, that's poisoning the earth. And we all agree, yeah, it is poisoning the earth but they're still drilling it out of the earth in other countries. So what's it really doing? Nothing. You're, mm. still, you're still getting this. You're still using the same amount I mean, of, yeah. if you're of gonna, oil. If you're going to stop digging it out of your own country, then you've got to get more electric cars exactly. out there. Exactly. You you've got to replace that yeah. with, with new new tech, you know? And how Don't, are they going in the States with the idea of the electric car? I mean, oh, what's just, their view that, on that it? 30 years away as far yeah, as Yeah, I still feel like it's a little way away because I was speaking to a friend of mine and, She's like, so what are you going to do about your car? Are you really going to get an electric car next? And I said, no, I'm going to wait for like the next round. And she said, we're doing the same. Like we kind of want to just wait and see what everyone, yeah. how everyone goes yeah. with the electric car. So I really feel like we're 10 years away from it being a really common thing. In, I agree. In 10 years time, like take Mazda, for example, they say by 2030, they're not going to be making any petrol cars. Yeah. That's less than, that's, that's eight less than years 10. away. Yeah. So it's yeah, well, lucky I've never driven a Mazda in my life, so what do I give a shit? <laughs> Moving on, he then opened up about the war in Ukraine, and this oh. is what this is was interesting because he said, you know, this would never have happened if he was president. I agree. What's happening in Ukraine is uh, it's genocide. It's Nobody's ever seen anything like it. You probably wouldn't have a war for a lot of reasons. Number one, Putin would not have done it. He would not have done it. This would never have taken place. If you had the Trump administration in there, there would be no war. Because I understood Putin, I talked to Putin, I spoke to him about Ukraine, and I said, don't do it. And I won't go into the exact conversation, but, but we look weak, we look stupid, mm -hmm. we look like we don't know what we're doing, and nobody's ever seen the country like this. Uh, mm, that is true. true. I know they had good plans, the current administration in America. Yeah. But <sighs> you, you can't just... You can't just stop a way of life and start a new way of life without having your ducks in a row. You know yeah. what I mean? You can't just say, we're no longer using coal and fuel and oil. It's stopped. They're still buying it from other countries. And Trump's just saying they're buying it from Iran and Venezuela, who are enemies of America. 
So all that money is going to their enemies. But it's interesting that he's or he'd already had that conversation with Putin about uh, Ukraine. Yeah, well, that's been going on for years. And then that he's it basically told him, I'd love to know what Trump threatened him with. Like, clearly he would have threatened him with something yeah. for him to not do it. Yeah. I just would love to know... What exactly he would have said to a, stop a that? A nasty tweet, possibly. A nasty <laughs> I think a tweet. Bit, I think yeah, they need a bit more than that. Anyway, uh, they moved on to the situation that we saw unfold in Afghanistan with the U.S. Oh. Army pulling out. That happened when Biden, you know, got in. Right. That's right. That well, was well. They. I think Trump was going to dial back, bring back most of the troops, but he wanted to leave two and a half or five thousand troops there guarding the airport just to make sure that. It didn't get crazy well, again. Well, he's saying, Trump is saying that the way it was handled was very incompetent. And let me tell you, it really began when they so incompetently withdrew from Afghanistan. I got it down to 2,000 soldiers. We were going to withdraw, but we weren't leaving $85 billion worth of equipment. We weren't leaving dead soldiers. And I spoke to the Taliban, the leader, Abdul and I said, don't ever kill any of our soldiers. Don't ever kill one more soldier. We're going to hit you harder than you've ever been hit before. And we went 18 months without a soldier being killed, without an American being, think of it, without an American being killed in Afghanistan. It was so incompetently handled between the death and the $85 billion. They have better equipment than almost any country in the world. And now Afghanistan is one of the largest seller of arms anywhere in the world because they're selling it. How embarrassing that they left $80 billion worth of, and I mean helicopters. But why? Down, because Biden forgot to whoever well, Biden, was, they, they pulled out so quickly, they just left everything behind. They were spo- Afghanistan was supposed to have its own government that stayed on and, yeah, and but, protected but, itself, but, but it they just, knew it just a week fell be- instantly. Before, a week before they left, the Taliban took over. And then they just were like, well, we promised we'd leave, so just leave. 13 American soldiers were killed in that bomb blast. And it's interesting to think that for nearly two years, not one American soldier was killed over there. And then on the last day, they blew 13 of them up and they were, all, they were murdered. And a lot of Afghanis. Yikes. Shocking. I can't believe that that was all left there. That's No, but they weren't, where they left all the gear yeah. was at a, a military airport that they did not want to abandon. And then Biden or the cronies or whoever is yeah, running, yeah. Not, it's not all him, it's people under Biden, mm. what have you. They were like, just leave it. Just leave it and, and flee. Because it was getting too hairy. Because it's not organised properly. And all these, they're too busy worried about not offending a transgender person in the army than they are actually r- winning wars. And I think both can be achieved, but it's either one or the other for this current government. Wow. Okay, well, then uh, then he revealed some surprising facts about what Afghanistan is doing with all of America's helicopters, which is not good by the sounds of it. Uh, I hear we're sending a lot of money to Afghanistan, if you can believe this. Uh, they're asking for money, and we're sending it. Uh, they have 700,000 uh, machine guns, guns, rifles of all types. Uh, they're selling a lot of them. They don't need that many. They don't have, there's no way they can use what we left. They have helicopters. They have planes. They're selling equipment to other countries. They're giving equipment to China and to Russia because they're going to re-engineer, de-engineer. They're going to come out with a helicopter just like our great helicopter. We have the greatest helicopters in the world. They now have them and they're going to duplicate them. Uh, Afghanistan was, I think... The most embarrassing 
moment in the history of our country. That is got to be true. Mm, wow. Well, then things turn. Leaving Americans behind and all those people hanging off the aeroplanes and everything, that was shocking footage. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, I do remember, remember that. Remember that, Brooklyn? All those yeah. poor guys hanging off the aeroplane mm. and just trying to get out of that hellhole? Yeah. Okay, then it went to a lighter note. <laughs> oh, yeah? What? what are we talking about now? Okay, so he's talking about, like, he was asked about what his favourite song is, right? What's the great banger oh, that right. he loves? <laughs> they asked him And that. when he said his answer, yeah. I laughed. And then it made me think of the song, and I thought, you know what? He's got a point. It is a good song. Well, what's his Even though it's sort of daggy. What Let's is it? have a listen. <laughs> I love music. I have an aptitude for what music. T- what Can type of music? What's your like go-to banger on well, the Well, I have a lot of them. I have a lot of them. You know a song that does get people moving though? You know, uh, you know what gets them rocking? Y- YMCA. <laughs> YMCA is a track. It's you an underrated know, track. YMCA. Uh, the Gay National Anthem. Did you ever hear that? They call <laughs> yes, it the buddy. Gay National Anthem. Yes, they do. But YMCA gets people up and it gets them moving. That's true. And I thought, we'll Woo! play it now. What a fun song. He would always play this at his rallies, wouldn't uh, he? And he'd come out with that awkward, yeah, that awkward, dance. that awkward offbeat yeah, dance. Yeah. <laughs> He's right, though, right? The gay national anthem. Does make answer. you feel good, though, this song, right? Are you guys enjoying it? Yeah! All the homos are in here dancing. Who doesn't love a song where there's actions where you can do oh, with your hands? Yeah. Oh, you ready? <laughs> Let's all do the actions. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. Wow, anyone who's just waking up from a big Mardi Gras last weekend, and let's face it, a lot, a, of them are, <laughs> a lot of them are just waking up now, Jackie. Guys, no one's answering the phones. Go back outside and answer this. This is not just a free-for-all party, you know. You too, Lockie. What are you doing with all the gays? Oh, well, each to their own. There's <laughs> Trump's favourite song, guys. <laughs> Funny, hey. Not it's what like I would such have expected. A daggy song, but a fun song. One more chorus, I think. Oh, no. Sorry. That'll do. Mm-hmm. Turn it down. Okay, well, that's it. That's your Trump O News. No, that was fat. You didn't expect that, hey? I would never expect you to give that. <laughs> it was okay. better than yesterday's O News. One I more chorus, say. one more chorus. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. You know it. Yeah. <laughs> Sit down, Mayo. You're not, you're not, you're not. Wow, you're really good with the words, I noticed. <laughs> Hey, you're right on the money there with the words. Yeah, I, I just know the, the yeah, main parts. Yeah, you, you, you seem like most people's mums. The Mums only sing the chorus, have you noticed? How do I not know all the lyrics? It's beyond me, I don't know. You would have had, had that, that so many times. Danced and sung to it a billion times. <laughs> you have been great. Thank you so much. Kyle and Jackie O.